Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we have a bombshell report that we just found right here. The pros at Rebel Capitalist. In other words, Josh. <laughs> I found this on the Fed's website. This is going to completely blow your mind. But to set this up, I want to start by going over a recent podcast from my good buddy, Brent Johnson, talking about the weaponization of the United States dollar. Then we're going to go over to the Fed's website and we're going to go over this recent blog post or press release. And again, this is going to completely blow your mind. So this is one of those videos that you got to make sure you're sitting down for because it's going to get crazy here in just a moment. So let's get right over to the recent podcast from my good buddy, Brent Johnson. And we'll go ahead and hit play here. We're going to play this for about a minute or two to it that even those that understand it just don't want to admit that it's real. And that is that the fact that the U.S. can literally use it as a weapon. And what makes it even harder to accept. And of course, he's talking about the U.S. dollar. Is there's a duality to it. And what I mean by that is the U.S. can't just out of the blue. If we were in a depressionary state, we could not hike interest rates to 5%, right? But the fact that we're in a little bit better shape than everybody else allows us to do it. And so when we're hiking rates, we're able to do it. And because we have high inflation, we're able to do it under the guise of U.S. domestic monetary policy. Listen, we're just taking care of our own domestic economy, which is what our mandate is. Okay. Well, that's absolutely true. But perhaps they could have gone slower. Perhaps they didn't have to go from one and a half or 50 basis points on the, on the federal funds rate to 5.5% in 18 months. Perhaps they could have done it over two or three years, or perhaps they could have gone from you know 50 basis points to th 350 basis points. Okay, so Brent obviously makes a great point here, and it is a bit of a head-scratcher as to why the Fed uh, increased interest rates so quickly. Now, for those of you who haven't really followed this or haven't looked at uh, the history, of Fed rate increases or increased cycles, usually they go much, much slower, even when they're worried about inflation. So you can't sit there and say, well, George, this time is different because inflation was going up and they had no choice and they're worried about hyperinflation or whatever. No, th that's always the argument for increasing interest rates because they're worried about consumer price inflation getting out of hand. So that wouldn't be something that's unique to what we've seen over this past rate hiking cycle. So what Brent is saying is that, you know, it's a bit of a head scratcher as to why they increased rates so quickly and then why they increased them so much before they kind of allow the lag effect to play out. He's saying, so maybe they're doing this to weaponize the dollar. I just did a whiteboard video on how I think the dollar could be the next black swan event. Not the dollar crashing, but the dollar crashing up. And you guys know that we talk about dollar-denominated debt on this channel all the time and how that is a massive burden and becoming an increasing burden for all of these economies outside of the United States. And if those economies have a problem, the global economy has a problem. If the global economy has a problem, the U.S. economy has a problem. We've discussed this all the time, but there is a point where the Fed could try to increase interest rates to create that interest rate differential, strengthening the dollar to defeat the enemies 
whomever that may be, let's just say it's Russia or China or Saudi Arabia, you know, we're going to teach those Saudis a lesson that they want to reduce supply, which increases gas prices going into 2024 and election year. We'll show them. We'll just go ahead and increase the value of the dollar and we'll crush their economy this way in a way that's incredibly subtle. And what, 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 we're not doing anything. No, 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 no. We've got to increase interest rates at the fastest pace that we've ever seen. We have to take interest rates up to 5.5%. We've got this inflation. It, 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 there's some collateral damage in the global economy. Well, it is what it is. That's what Brent's saying. Now, initially, that sounds like a bit of a conspiracy theory until you uncover this blog post that Josh just found on the Fed's website. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. You guys all sitting down? I hope so. Let's go right back and switch up the screen share so we can look at the Fed's website. There we go. All right, let's go right over to the New York Fed. <laughs> and it's still a little hard for me to believe that this is true. And they actually did this. But here we go. This is a press release from August where the Fed, and this is the title of the press release. I'm reading it. I'm not making this up. The Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury did not intervene in FX markets. <laughs> like, what? What? Where? No one's accusing you of doing this, Fed. Why, why are you coming out with a press release saying that you didn't do something? That, that, that is incredibly suspicious. Think about that. When's the last time you went to your spouse and said, oh, no, 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 I, I didn't lie to you the other day when they didn't even bring up the topic. Your spouse didn't even bring it up. It's not even a part of the conversation. And you just throw that out there. Oh, oh, just FYI, I, I didn't lie to you uh, a couple months ago. What? Why did you even say that? There's only one reason you would say that. It's because you were guilty of something. <laughs> that, that, that's, there's something nefarious going on behind the scenes. You think that it's likely going to come out, or in this case, your spouse is going to find out about it. And you try to get ahead of the problem by admitting it and saying, well, it, it, it's, it's not that bad, or not admitting it and claiming that you didn't even do it prior to your spouse even knowing. I mean, if this is not an admission of guilt, I don't know what is, because let's think this through. Obviously, it, it, the only reason they would do this press release 
as if they thought that this would maybe come out in the mainstream media. Like they're doing this behind the scenes and Janet Yellen gets on the phone with Jerome Powell and says, oh, you know what? I did something on accident. We hit the wrong button on the computer. And therefore, I think the media might be able to pick up on this if they dig a little deeper. And Jerome Powell says, oh my gosh, how could you have done something so stupid? And Janet Yellen says, oh, it's not my fault. It's just these stupid interns that work for me. We've got a pretty low budget here, Jerome. It's not like the Federal Reserve's budget. And then he says, okay, well, I guess thanks for letting me know. What are we going to do about it? Well, we've got we've to get out a press release, ASAP, getting ahead of this problem in case it does leak to the press. Okay, we'll, we'll get on it while the New York Fed types something up tomorrow. I mean, obviously, I don't know that that's what happened here. But I mean, come on. Well, let's just use some common sense. Again, let me pose the question to you another way. Why would the Fed do this? If they didn't do anything wrong behind the scenes, if there was nothing nefarious going on here, if they had nothing to hide, why would they just come out and say, oh yeah, by the way, we're not intervening in the FX markets. You see, I mean, if this is not an admission of guilt, I don't know what is. And this is the only way that they really can admit guilt because it's not like they're going to come out and say they make a mistake. And they're going to come out and say, oh, yeah, hey, or, well, they make a mistake from the standpoint of them doing something wrong that would allow the media to pick up on this, on uh, the, the scent of the trail, right? It's not like they're saying that intervening was wrong. It's just they made a mistake to where the media might find out about it. So why would they come out and say, hey, guys, we did something nefarious here. Just FYI, we're intervening in the FX markets. They're not, they're never, ever, ever going to say that so the fact is if they're not doing anything they're not going to say anything the fact that they're even coming out and talking about this i think is evidence in itself that they're doing something behind the scenes very consistent with what brent is talking about they are trying to manipulate the dollar to cause problems for you name it china saudi arabia india russia the BRICS. I mean, maybe that's what this game is about. Maybe the BRICS are coming out with their own currency and yada, 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 which you know, I don't think is, is that big of a deal short term. But maybe Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen do think it's a big deal. And they're coming out and saying, hey, all that BRICS talk, yeah, you got to nip that one in the bud. Because if you don't, here's what's going to happen. Let's just go ahead and take the dollar from 95 on the DXY straight up to 110 and see how that suits you. And remember, if you guys keep on with this BRICS currency talk, we're not just going to take the dollar to 110. We're going to take it straight to 120, 130. And then we're going to show you who's boss. I think that's what could be happening behind the scenes here. And again, I want to be very clear. I don't have any actual proof that this is happening. I'm just simply using common sense and trying to connect the dots. I think another question, if someone was skeptical about this or this theory, I would say, why wouldn't they do this? Do you, do you think, do you honestly think that Jerome Powell, the, the central planners, the authoritarians have some moral objection to this? I mean, if you do, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. So there's no way they have a moral objection with this. I mean, by, by definition, they're politicians, they're central planners, they're authoritarians. So they have no ethical North Star. We know that or they wouldn't be in the position that they're in. So that's not a good hypothesis. So again, I'd ask the question, why wouldn't they do this? I'll let you be the judge. I'll let you give me your answer right here in the chat.
All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and we'll see you on the next video.